This week's segment focuses on South Africa's imported agricultural products, a subject we speak less about as we typically pride ourselves of being a net exporter of agriculture and food products. We export a year, for example, about 51% of what we produce in value terms. In 2021, that was worth around $12.4 billion. So we do a lot of good and all of those exports are usually diverse. There's fruits, there's wine, there's grain, and there's beef, and it goes to a range of markets, 40% to the African continent, just over 20% to the EU market, Asia, and part some to the Middle East and the Americas. But we also bring in a lot of agricultural products, significant value a year. For example, in 2021, we imported $6.9 billion worth of agricultural products. And that's the subject I want to focus on today because in those imports, there's really few products that concentrate nearly 30% of that. That being rice, wheat, palm oil, whiskies, and some poultry products. If you add the value of those products, they make up just around about 30% of the $6.9 billion. We don't have the capabilities of producing some of these products. For example, rice and palm oil. South Africa just doesn't have the the climatic conditions for that. We are a semi-arid country. Hence, I thought today we have to look at rice to say what's going on, how much imports are we expecting to come into South Africa this year? And with everything happening in the global market on the back of geopolitics, where grain prices remain elevated, what's happening in the rice side? And is South Africa having any risk on its import activities of bringing the rice into the country over the coming month? And on that point, then in volume terms, last year, for example, South Africa imported about 1.1 million tons of rice. That is for consumption, and also we export a bit of that to to the neighboring countries. That's your likes of Botswana, Swaziland, Lesotho, and to an extent even Zimbabwe, where we send some rice to. The new estimates for 2022 from the International Grains Council suggest that we could actually see that volume remaining unchanged, which means that for 2022, South Africa will likely import another 1.1 million tons of rice. Of that, around about 122,000 tons will go to the neighboring countries that I was speaking about, which means that our own annual consumption in South Africa is just under a million tons of rice. In the countries that we are importing from, I mean, we import from a, a range of countries, but there are some that are major suppliers. For example, about 70% of our rice comes from Thailand, and that's supplemented by India, Pakistan, China, and Vietnam. That's the trend we have seen in the past. As to what quarter of the year do we see imports of rice in South Africa, I would say they are evenly distributed. But of course, the last quarter of the year usually see much higher volumes compared to the other quarters of the year. But if you look at the first three quarters of each year, historically, we tend to see nicely evenly distributed volumes that come in the country. In those countries that I referred to as our suppliers of rice, Thailand, India, Pakistan, China, and Vietnam, the production estimate 
rates for the 2020-21 season, they pretty much are positive. It looks like those countries will have reasonably good harvest, which will enable them to have supplies for export markets. And you get to see this if, for example, one looks at the United States Department of Agriculture numbers that came out earlier this month of April, you will see that the USDA forecast global rice production at 513 million tons. That is up 1% from the 2020-21 production season. And as a consequence, we also see improvement in global stocks, which for the 2021-22 season, they are estimated at 189 million tons, also up 1% from the previous season. So these dynamics mean that improvement in production, improvement in stocks, relatively constant or roughly unchanged global consumption, all of this means that there could be downward pressure on the rice prices. And one sees that because if you were to look since the war started, for example, and you look at the rice prices, rice prices have remained roughly sideways, while wheat and uh, maize and even vegetable oil prices have increased significantly. Of course, affected by the fact that both the Black Sea countries, Russia and Ukraine, are the dominant players in maize production and exports and in wheat production and exports and also in vegetable oils. Now, there's been a talk that we could see some of the other countries, especially with the constraints or how expensive wheat is, switching to rice and that could push rice prices up. That's a possibility going forward. But so far, what we are able to see is that rice prices have been sideways. And in fact, if one were to look at the rice prices this time around, which is for April, March 2022, you compare with the same period last year. Thailand prices, for example, and Vietnam prices were around about just north of 500 US dollars per ton. And if you were to look at the prices now, they are just under 400 US dollars per ton, which means that over the past year, rice prices have actually come down uh, significantly. And that's because of those improvements in supply. So if this picture remains this way, in an environment where the South African rand is also relatively stronger to the US dollar. This means then that all of this bodes well for South Africa as an importer of rice. So that's how we are looking at and the hope now is that the importers of rice could place as many orders as they can so that they secure the supplies at these relatively favorable prices compared to the other grains that we are also observing which is wheat and maize which have been rather more volatile over the past. In various conversations we have had with the rice importers in South Africa trying to assess if there are any risks to the supplies. Their feedback has been generally positive. They didn't foresee much of the risk from the suppliers that they're speaking with. And these are conversations that we've had with them uh, around about March. Of course, we were having those conversations as part of assessing whether their current Ukraine war brings any difficulties to our food supplies. So I thought it's worth mentioning that issue in this week's segment. But of course, we wrote about a range of issues this week. We reflected on the regional dynamics of maize trade and also spoke broadly about what our import activity is in a report that we published on the AgBiz website, which is www.agbiz.co.za. If you go there and you click under market report, you'll be able to find a more elaborate uh, write up onto these things.